What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Dante Gaming, and welcome to the finest tech podcast out there. Let's me, let me get started by, you know, talking about a few things that happened during the course of a couple of weeks. I recently did my review on the Google Pixel Buds. I actually like those at the price point that they're at. They're $179, which is a reasonable price point for, you know, wireless earbuds. Um, I definitely like them. Had a couple issues with them, of course, with them being in my air and got to find the right position for them, for them to stay in there. But overall, I actually like those earbuds. Sound a little bit better than the AirPods. But I keep running into this issue with uh, earbuds. Is that they just can't seem to stay in my ear. I just have that problem. I realize that I'm cool with that. I prefer over the over ear headphones anyway. But sometimes when I'm at work and I'm just you know working, I'm at my lunch break. You know I don't really want no big bulky headphones to be pulling out. You know some Sony XM3s or the Bose 700s or uh, some Audio Technica headphones. I don't really want those big bulky headphones. So I want something light and portable. I can take it for me whenever I go to. A hospital trip or you know I'm on my lunch break anything like that so all those type of things that I do I don't really want no big headphones so I'd be looking for something that's portable that actually can just work the way I need it to so I don't really have no problems when it come down the line where I ain't got no place to put them I got my book bag or the bag to put them in so I just want something light and heavy I can put in my little pocket my inside pocket of my jacket and I go about my day so the review's up for the Google Pixel Buds. Go check them out. Definitely, you know, I think you'll like it. My opinion of them. Like I said, everything I do or give a review on is my personal opinion on how it works for me. I don't go by anybody else's. I just go by my experience. But also, you know, I did a little renovating at my home. Set some things up where I can kind of do things as far as my YouTube channel and YouTube videos where I got a position and table set up where... All I got to do is hit the record button. I'm loving it. I finally have, I've been trying to find ways to just have a station, a setup where all I got to do is just go to my chair, sit down, hit, rec- matter of fact, no, I hit record first, you know, light it up, get the right lighting, set up the microphone, hit the record button, and I'm just ready to record and, and make a video. You know, that's. I'm glad I finally have that. I probably set up the position that I have at my house now. I got a space for that. Loving that. Hopefully, some more content is coming with this space, and just makes everything a lot easier. Just having a a, a place where you can just go and record and just do what you need to do as far as making a video. Like I'm a solo act for right now. I ain't really got no help. So until I get somebody to come on board and help along. And help with the content, help with, you know, all the production as far as video and audio. Damn, I'm looking forward to that. But right now it's just me and I got a position in a situation where at the house in my basement where I can just go down, sit down, hit record, make videos. Loving that. So let me start this episode podcast like this. We have our first virtual event coming up as far as tech, and that's going to be the Apple, I'm about to say Apple U, the Apple WWDC 2020 and it's coming in June 22nd great 
finally we got some of these tech companies making moves so people can kind of get the information they need as far as long as they products and software that's coming up down the pipeline so that's a great thing to have you know a virtual event i thought they would do that for that so-called event that was supposed to happen in march as far as the announcement of the new ipad and the new macbook air so i thought that would be like an event they would do virtually but i guess at that time they didn't have a setup where i don't like i don't know how they're gonna do this but i'm guessing it's going to be like a live stream, of course, of them on, a, I wouldn't say a stage, but or probably in a certain type of room that has a backdrop. And they can kind of do the, expe- the effects they need to kind of get, you know, the software, the hardware out there and kind of have a little event that just kind of, you know, has them at the presentation where they can kind of just, I mean, talk about everything that's coming out. Like, I don't know because they pretty much put out everything so far it's like the new ipad came out macbook air with the new keyboard came out the macbook pro 13 inch came out with a new keyboard not the 14.1 inch macbook they was talking about that may come out later this year but that's what basically i was looking forward to but it didn't come out so i'll wait for that because i was really hoping for that you know more screen real estate is always welcome but that wasn't at the last announcement that was on the website. But now, since Apple has announced a, a date for this, it's June 22nd, which is good. Like I said, things are slowly getting back to normal. You know, it's a process. It's, it's what they call it, a marathon now. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So you're just going to have to take your time and just let wait and see what these tech companies are going to do and microsoft also i'll be talking about them a little later but i'm going to stick with apple right now is that like i said wwdc is going to be june 22nd it's going to be a virtual event it probably will be on apple tvs like they didn't done the past so many years that you know an app will come up on your apple tv and let you know what the upcoming event's going to be and you can watch it straight live wherever it's going to be i don't know if i'm off that day but whatever information they put out there, I'll gladly do a video, do a podcast about the announcements and what's to come from Apple. Like, I'm wondering what it could be because they pretty much put out everything they already, I guess, was going to announce at or whatever this so-called event was going to be in March because they put everything out. I guess an ARM MacBook coming out this year, maybe. Maybe. Uh Maybe a 17-inch MacBook. Wishful thinking, calling it. But, you know, not much I could do. But I'm really excited to see, you know, an event coming up that kind of gets us back to, you know, the everyday tech life we all like to have when it comes to technology. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this is going to work out and if what's the next for the uh, companies that coming up. You know, Google, are they going to do a virtual live stream or or not or are they just going to just release things like Apple has done as far as this new Pixel phone are they going to do a virtual event or just put it on the website and give it out to the uh, YouTubers out there that got the big channels and just let them review it and then lift the embargo up when it comes to the reviews and let people put it out I don't know but it's more of a wait and see approach when it comes to these type of things because you just 
right now it's just a lot of uncertainty when it comes to everything because you everybody like everybody has to take their time and see how they're going to do a presentation now it's not like it used to be you can go through a theater get your tickets and go and now everything's done changed because you know the situation that we're in but that's pretty much it for the apple news um I just it's more of a wait and see approach now how they're going to do this virtual event I don't know if they're going to have a YouTube live stream too or they're going to do just the Apple one and then um, release it on YouTube later on that day I don't really know but like I just seen the billboards basically stating in June 22nd WWDC will be happening which is great but let's go on and change the topic today to Microsoft one of my favorite companies well only favorite because they make the Xbox, and I'm a big fan of the Xbox. But they recently released some new products as far as the new Surface Book 3, the Surface Earbuds. What else did they release? I'm having a brain fart right here, and my notes doesn't really have it. I can't believe it. Um, I don't think they released a new Surface laptop. I may be wrong about that, but don't hold me to it, but... I've recently seen a bunch of reviews on the Surface Book. I was interested in that laptop because of the convertible two-in-one that it was, but then it just comes in that gray color that I don't want. So I was leaning more to the Surface laptop because that came in matte black. And I don't really know. And I'm I'm pretty certain I'm not going to get those Surface Buds because... I'm done with earbuds, but if you want me to review them, let me know on my YouTube channel, and I'll definitely get them. But I'm not really excited for them because earbuds just aren't my thing, and they're not really, they don't work the way I like. They always, I've always had a problem because of the air tips. You got to find the right air tip, and I got to have different ones for each ear because whatever. But... I'm not really interested, but they did release something I think I will be getting in a couple weeks is that I wanted to get the old generation, but I just didn't get them because one, I wasn't too excited about them, but one, it was silver. And now the Surface headphones too, they come in matte black now. And I think I will be getting those and I will be doing a review on those. Because I like out of all the headphones that I have, I love over the air headphones. And the Sony XM3s are my favorite. I like the Bose 700s, but the sound in them is just flat, you know, pretty good. It's not terrible, but it's it's okay. It's doable. The uh, noise cancellation is great on those, on both of them. I have the Audio Technica ATH M50 BX or BT. My bad, BT. MXBT, there you go. I got those great headphones for the price. They're only 200 bucks, but they're not noise cancellations, but they're overall great headphones. But the Sony ones, man, I just love them. And the Surface headphones come in black now, so I'm definitely tempted to get them. And I want to see how the sound signature sound on these compared to, you know, the Sonys, the Bose, the Audio Technicas, all of them. You know, is it a, will it be a part of the main headphone line that I like to use daily as far as depending on how I feel and which ones I want to go with will that be part of the mix we're going to have to wait and see I will be getting my hands on those soon stay tuned for that you will see a video for that 
down the pipeline. But Microsoft had released a couple of products. They didn't have an event either, but, you know, because they didn't, I don't, like I said, a lot of these companies are just trying to figure out what they can do to kind of put the presentation out, all the products they're coming out. They don't really have a concrete plan when it comes to this stuff because of, you know, they they learn the same way we we all learn out here because it's just hard to figure out how to make things work as far as a presentation or an event with too, only so many people can be there because you try to put your product out there with all the brands and the names out there and you can't because the social distancing only so many people per whatever theater they're going to do how it's going to go so it's just making it hard for them to kind of put their their names out there and their products out there but now they got some of these YouTubers out there they given the uh, products that review to these guys, the big YouTuber channels like you know The Verge, MKBHD, you know, um, what's it, Jonathan Morrison, Austin Evans, you know, Unbox Therapy, uh, Engadget, you know, all these big YouTube channels. They giving this stuff to them and letting them put the uh, yeah, putting it out there. As far as you know, the products that's coming out, they're putting the reviews up to. So, you know, a lot of people getting these products in their hand, been using them for a couple of weeks. So when their view reviews go up, you know, probably the embargo will lift it. So they're letting these guys put it out there. So they can kind of get some buzz and get some name out there, some name recognition for their products so they can kind of, you know, sell some things during this, you know, pandemic. Which I'm excited to see. Like, like I said, I'm really excited about those headphones, those Surface headphones, because I've seen a couple of reviews of the old ones and how you can turn the noise canceling level down just by the turn of the headphone ring around it and like the level of the sound all like all that's just all that um i think i did see in one video that if you take the headphones off they turn off and then when you put them back on they go back on which i love because that's one of the things i hate about the sony's they'll just keep playing even though you can take them off your head they'll still be playing but you know all those type of things you really pay attention to because that's, you know, you want to stop the song. That's why I like earbuds from time to time because when you take one out, they turn off. Not always, though. With the Pixel Buds, they did not stop playing the music at all, which I was a little disappointed with because I'm, like, sitting here and the music's still going. And another thing that happened with that review, I forgot to mention this, the latency was a big problem with that, and the connection with the Bluetooth was a big problem, too. Like, I was listening to music. One would go out, then come back on, and then the ne- other one would go out. Like, I'll be listening to music. The right one would go out about five seconds, maybe, the most. Come back on. All right, well, cool. Then the left one would go out for five seconds. So the latency for both of these in the Bluetooth connection is like not that good. Through my experience, I was sitting here, and I forgot to mention that. Because only it happened like once or twice, but it didn't happen as often as I thought because, you know, maybe like I said, the connection, like I said, I was using the iPhone when I did the review. So for me, it was a little bit of a, maybe it was the phone connection, not the actual earbuds itself, you know, because like I said, I was using the iPhone. I wasn't using the Pixel. So that could have been an issue, but who knows. But I did come across that issue and it was... Like I said, it was a problem for, like I said, five seconds. And once it all settled down, everything was got got itself together. Everything was cool. So I didn't have any problems afterwards, which I'm glad. I actually enjoy them. I use them all the time. Like I said, good earbuds. Definitely go check them out. 
And this Microsoft, like I said, they didn't have an event, but a couple of products I am kind of have questions about and what's going to happen or are they still going to make them or they just kind of made them and just left them as they are. The Surface Studio. Are they going to refresh that and put new like Thunderbolt 3 on there? Maybe a new display, thin the bezels a little bit or are they going to do anything with that? Because I like it, but I think it's a little overpriced. I'm not really a artiste anymore. I can't really draw the way I once did when I was younger because I kind of lost interest in it. And I'm just wondering, like, is that going to be like a refresh to that or they just kind of, it is what it is. They'll put some new um, processes in their graphics cards and all that other stuff. But as far as their overall product itself, it is what it is. And uh, what was that uh, Surface tablet they came out? The Surface Pro X, right. Which a lot of people, I saw some reviews on it, and they like it, but they didn't love it because a lot of the shortcomings of basically what they said with Windows, it's not really a tablet-friendly type of OS. So I'm like, are they going to refresh that, revamp that, trying to make Windows more of a tablet slash, you know, computer-based operating system where it can do just both seamlessly? And they, they're working on it. It's like... You get Windows on a tablet, where it's cool. But the reason why the iPad is so popular because it's basically an OS built for a tablet that they integrated into Mac OS. It's different. Like, they're trying to integrate Windows onto a tablet, and they should go... What they should do, kind of do like a revamp of what Windows 8 was in a tablet form but kind of space things out and make things a little bit more organized as far as that. That's what they should do as far as a tablet OS. And if they want to integrate pieces of that into the windows, yes, then you do something like that. Same thing Apple did. You can do the same thing. What they're trying to do is make basically a, a tablet, a replacement for your computer, which is what the two and ones are. They work. A lot of people love them. I've come across a lot of people who love those two and ones because they can kind of do they work, flip it over, have a little fun with it as a tablet. I don't like the keyboard when you flip it over. Not a big fan of that, but it works. Not a fan of that, but it works for some people. Don't knock it. I've tried it, not a fan of it, but I don't knock it. That's what people do. I'm all for that. But overall, as far as Microsoft, that's pretty much the latest when it comes to, you know, the product line as far as now like i said further a couple months from now they may be doing a little more they may do like apple did drop a little stuff here and there you know little stuff as they go like i said a lot of companies are still trying to figure out how to get their products out there and meet the requirements as far as this pandemic it's all wait and see approach when it comes to this now i want to kind of turn things into some kind of comments I got on my YouTube channel and kind of like questions that people have been asking me and I just want to give my opinions on some of them. One of the guys left me a comment basically asked me about the TV I gave my opinion on, which was the Sony 65-inch I got. The actual model, I forgot the name of it. But um, one of the issues that I was telling that in my review video is that the further you sit away from the screen, the better the picture is going to be. And 
Yeah, I've read some things where they say since the uh, pixel count is going up as far as 4K, you don't have to sit as far away from the screen, which is understandable. But for me, I wear glasses now, so my vision is not as good as it once was when I was younger. And I notice sitting 12 feet to 15 feet away from the screen is perfect for me. And he asked me, like, he said in the comment where if you got a 75 inch, you don't have to sit that far. I get all that. But it's still the brightness of the screen and all that other stuff that takes a strain on your eyes. So the farther you sit away from it is better for your eyes. And I was telling him that. And I, like I, he was asking me also, like I tell people about LCD TVs all the time, great displays, but sometimes when you turn it aside, they wash out. They look warmer when you sit directly in front of them. If you sit directly in front of an LCD, the picture look like much warmer, much more clear, crisp picture. But when you get to the side, it gets a little bit more washed out, a little faded in some areas of the screen and all that other stuff, like the colors are a little washed out and everything. But some screens do it worse than others. Some screens do it less than those. So it depends on that saying of how, it depends on how much you spend. It really determines how much washout you get. The higher price you pay for the TV, the, be, the less the washout you're going to get when you lean to, towards the size of the screen. Now, if you get like a $500 TV and think you're going to get real great picture, you're not. I've got a Samsung 55-inch. The washout for that screen when you get to the sides is the worst I've ever seen. I even hooked up my Xbox One X to this and played Red Dead Redemption and it looked terrible no matter what I did. I changed the mode, everything. The game just couldn't play on that TV. It was that bad. So when you go out here and think you just buy any TV and try to play a 4K system on there, and no, it's not going to work. Through my personal experience, I had the Samsung 55. I forgot the actual part, uh, the name of this, the model. But I hooked up my Xbox One X and tried to play Red Dead back in the day. It was terrible. It was bad. It was bad. It was just that bad. So, like I said, when the more I wouldn't say the more you pay, the the better the model, the better the picture you're going to get. Period. So that's how it is now. Before you used to you buy a TV, it lasts you about a good ten to fifteen years. Now is how much you spend on the TV is the better picture you want to get. Now, OLEDs are the best pictures on the market, but when it comes to, you know, people's budget and they look for LCD, like I said, I always tell people, if you buy a TV, what you going to do with it? Are you just watching Netflix and all that other stuff? That's fine. Now, if you playing some serious gaming, like console gaming, yeah, it depends on the TV. The input lag, all that stuff is, is a factor when it comes to getting a TV. Like, if you're not gaming, you're cool. If you just want to do Disney+, Plus, Netflix, and all those type of streaming apps, you're perfectly fine, no matter what kind of TV you get. But when you want to be playing games and you all the input lag and all that other stuff, refresh rates, yes, all that stuff, you got to take into consideration when it comes to that. And that's what when I, was, I was telling him in the comment section. He asked me my opinion. He he didn't agree with me, which is fine. You don't have to agree with me. I'm just giving my opinion and my experience to what I had, so I'm just letting you know. But, you know, you can't tell everybody everything, but that's just how it is. And one of my recent comments that I got, I believe it was on 
the OLED TV. A lot of people have gave me information about that, and I didn't even know. Like one one of the guys told me, like if you turn off your OLED TV, don't unplug it. He said when you turn it off, it does this uh this processing thing with the pixels, so it doesn't burn into the screen. I didn't know that. But I'm glad he told me that. And a lot of people have told me during the comment section of that, that's why I'm kind of using these as my questions, that a lot of people um, left comments on that video basically saying the same things I was saying. Like, I was torn between two of the uh, OLEDs. It was either the Sony AAG or the LG C9. A lot of people was like, yeah, I went with the LG because of the gaming, you know, the 2.1 HDMI, refresh rates, and all that stuff. I was like... Okay, cool. So I wasn't the only one that thought that. And a lot of people went with the LG for the gaming aspect for it, you know, because with a next-gen system and a variable refresh rate they're supposed to have, everybody went with that one. But everybody left comments basically saying they're a little nervous about burning issues. And that's more of a, you got to wait and see, because... Not everybody has the same problems. Like, you can buy OLED and have all kinds of problems. And I buy one that don't have a problem at all. You know, that's just more of a, you got to wait and see. Like, that's why when people say, like, that one big argument everybody like to have, Mac versus PC, Windows always has viruses and messes up, Macs don't have, look, I've had computers, I have both computers. I've had problems with both of them. It's just what it is, what it is. Some computers are worse than others. That's it. Some people get a computer don't have a problem at all. Some people get a computer have constant problems. That's just how it is with technology. So I don't ever get into that argument of which one's better. They both are both are great systems. They both have great OSs, all that. Whichever one you prefer more and which one works better for you, go with that. But when it comes to overall, like, which one breaks for us, I, don't, I wouldn't say... One breaks more than the other. I think they both break around the same amount of times. Percentage is probably the same, so I don't really get into that. But that's it from my episode this week. You know, I've been a little busy doing some other things, so I couldn't really get a nice, big, long episode for you. But I just wanted to kind of get those two informations out there as far as for that. WWDC events coming out on June 22nd, so stay tuned for that. And when that information comes out and this, you know, podcast worthy I'll be doing an episode on that hopefully I have a guest by then that can come again so I can have their opinion on this native point of view a couple of uh, Microsoft products that came out in the past couple of weeks you know looking forward to like only one I'm looking forward to I'm definitely can't wait to get my hands on them Surface headphones too Matt Black ones too oh yeah stay tuned for that thank you guys for listening put the word out you know put the word out as far as you know the podcast Share it, you know, Facebook it, Instagram it, anything. Put it all out there. I want to thank you guys for checking this episode out. Stay tuned, you know, if it's in my YouTube channel and the podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.